0: I'm grateful to Bridget for agreeing to do today. Um, when I saw her last night, I could tell she was thinking, why on earth yeah. did I say <laughs> I'd do that? I feel better um, this morning. Um, and uh, that's, as you said yourself, that's somewhat inevitable, isn't it? Because you, um, yeah. if you didn't have a little bit of nerves, you know, it, wouldn't you would, um, it wouldn't be good. And I'm going to now, while I remember, give you your photograph back so yes, that I don't sure. go away with it. Here we go. Sure. So I just really
1: put this away. <laughs>
0: So um, we've got to, as as I think you know, there's several people who have been before, try and have a range of people uh, come who have got different perspectives on hold. I got criticised recently because some of the people I was having have only been here five minutes, um, and I'm unrepentant about that. Uh, There are people who, um, I suspect, a lot of you, if not all of you, will be incomers. Um, but um, not all, no. Okay, which is good. But often it is in, in us, us incomers who, uh, who are involved in in these things, and it's the different perspectives that people, as I say, bring from their from their differing backgrounds and their involvement in the town. And uh, really pleased to have Bridget here, not least because I'm finding it very difficult to persuade ladies to do Yeah, that's one of the reasons, he yeah, you
1: wanted more women.
0: Um, so uh, so um, that wasn't the reason to ask you at all, because there's lots that you've got to talk about, and I know you're involved in lots, um, but it is a significant reason. Um, so if there are any ladies present who feel that they might be at all tempted then uh, do let me know. We've got a good programme coming up. I've got John Neal, who is a Norfolk brawn and bread man, has left the county only once to buy a dog in 75 years. Um, He's done it before, but we didn't record him, so it was the very, very first one we did. Um, I've got Dr Chapman, who's a retired GP. I've got Robin Coombe from um, uh, (coughs) Bayfield Bayfield. Bayfield Estate. I've got Deliver Astley coming. I've got Mm -hmm. got, um, um, Mr. Moore from the Chronicle as was. um, Mm -hmm. Ray Moore Mm -hmm. councillor and uh, one of the two owners of the Chronicle which you may be aware has changed hands and Mm -hmm. so is now coming out under new ownership but the new lady seems very very nice so and then I think I've just got agreement that in October, Simon Finch from Bowwood oh, will come yeah. and talk. So, yeah. so we roll it on. OK, um, we always start right at the beginning. And some people will know the answer to this. You will certainly know the answer to this. When were you born and where?
1: I did say I'd keep them guessing, so you're not the that's fine.
0: You don't have to answer no, the question. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> Where, Where were you born? Norwich. Okay.
1: In a nursing home in Norwich.
0: Okay. Yeah. And that was because it was because uh, I wasn't born in a in a hospital a nursing home. I was born at home. What, did you need to go into a, a nursing home to be That's born, it, or is only that for what? me
1: to say? I'm not. Again, your mum's <laughs> ne- your
0: mother's never said.
1: No no, no, no. My grandparents lived in Norwich. I'm not sure if my parents were in Norwich at the time or in Deerham. Anyhow, into a nursing home I went. Okay. I mean, I came it, came out. I suppose. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely.
0: And what? What was your, or what would be your earliest memory of of Norfolk? What would be... That's
1: quite hard to say. Um, we certainly, I lived the first nine months of my life in Deerham. Right. It's Deerham. And then my pa- my father, who was in Barclays Bank, moved to Reefham and uh, had a house built, which he designed. I don't think he should have done because, you know, the bathroom was downstairs. Um, OK. But mm-hmm. it might have been water pressure. Um, and so I can remember... I can remember things in Reefham. I can remember going to tea with some rather smart lady who lived in what is now the Dial House. Okay. Taken with my mother right. and being told you must, you know, be a good girl. Okay.
0: Which was Bought by Byfoots, but in fact they've sold it on. They sold think, it on. It they? used to
1: be, belonged to the Bircham family Okay. in, in Reefham, and there was a
0: brewery there. It was okay. called the Old Brewery House at one time, I think. Bircham, anything to do with the Bircham Gallery now? Uh, I don't which, know. No. There's something no, okay. in Reefham
1: called the Bircham Institute on the Market Square, which is a charity shop. Okay. It's been a name that's you know, been around for some okay. time.
0: And what did your parents do? You said your father was in the bank. It was he be- bank manager there? He, or? Became,
1: he did become the bank manager in Reefham, yes. yeah. Um, and I think my mother was a housewife and mother, okay. you know, as, as one as was many in people those were. days. But before that, I'll just get my credentials right, my parents actually lived in Holt. OK. They lived, is what my mother called, rooms above the Owl. Now, I'm not sure if it's the Owl where it is now. I think it is. Um, or when it was in another position. I mean, now you wouldn't call it rooms, you'd call it a flat or even an apartment. Oh, it's a lovely
0: term, isn't it? I love the term, rooms. It's yeah, got it's a rooms. certain grandeur to it, doesn't I was, it? Oh, I, th- oh, I thought it
1: yeah. sounded a bit damn All oh, right, something. well, OK.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how long did they live in Holt for? I don't
1: know. Certainly they weren't here in a census year, so I can't find that. Okay. And then they lived in um, New Hatton in Norwich. In those days, if you moved, you know, for promotion with the bank, you didn't uh, commute. You moved. Mm. and they lived in Norwich, um, and they lived in Cromer, yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. Was your mum, perhaps like my mum, given three options by her father? You can either stay at home and help your mother, you can go out to work, or you can get married? Um, no, she,
1: my mother and her family were all orphaned.
0: Oh, really? Okay. And...
1: Uh, I did find the orphanage in London, it's called, it was called Brixton Orphanage, It still not, it doesn't run now, but it was called Brixton Orphanage for Fatherless Girls.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. gosh.
1: And um, my husband and I found it, and it's now quite a smart apartments, <laughs> right. uh, but rather, yeah. you know, uh, emotionally, sort of, it was near the Brixton Railway Line and the arches, we walked down, there was this uh, post to... Uh, Ball, pillar by a wall, and on it it said Orphans Lane. Oh, it bit, you know. Yes. And they lived there. She was there from she was ten to fourteen. So I don't suppose her mother told her anything.
0: Okay. And did she ever work before oh, yes. she got married? Yes, she yeah. worked
1: in Rusts and Cromer. She came up to okay. North Reps North and worked at Rusts and Cromer.
0: Okay, okay. And did your father fancy himself as a bit of an architect? You say he built his own no, house no, there. No.
1: Consider it, he was quite a good
0: artist, right? A okay.
1: musician, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Um,
1: I'll just tell you this: they met on Cromer Beach. So okay. Like well, I nice. think you,
0: uh, we can't leave it like that, can we? Come on, let's have the full story. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. I didn't say to my mother well you did he proposition
0: up. her? I know. Yeah. Well, you picked
1: up <laughs> mum, and she was furious with you.
0: <laughs> was she sunbathing at the time, walking along the beach? What was she doing?
1: I think there was a crowd of young people.
0: Okay. You know, anyhow, oh. I think it's rather nice. And they they met and then started walking out. Yes, absolutely.
1: They? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As
0: at that time. Okay. Um, A lot more
1: romantic than life these days, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you, do, do, your earliest members of, memories of growing up would be in Reapham, would they? Yes. How do
1: you say that?
0: I say Reapham, but well, how do you... Well, go on. It's
1: Reapham. Reapham. P-H. Okay.
0: Well, I, I just have to show that I'm not... Yeah. yeah I was born in Kings Lynn, but I've oh, lived good out... Goodness. Oh, So Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah so, Reapham.
1: Okay. And I went to school there initially. I can remember that.
0: Okay. What was that like?
1: I had a teacher called Mrs Bird, which I thought was quite funny at the
0: time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember very much about the school. It was all must have been quite happy. I wasn't there very long okay. before I went wafting off to this farm, as you know.
0: Yes. Well, we'll come on to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody um, having an influence on you at school? I mean, Mrs Bird, you found amusing, but was...
1: Oh, it was a lovely headmaster. A lov- Mr, Mr. Chute Thompson, yes. He was a lov- lovely, lovely headmaster.
0: And Fill out the lovely. What what was lovely about well, him?
1: Well, I think he was... He was always wanting the best for his pupils and if he thought we could go on to another school like say Norwich High School when we were older or somewhere else, he was—he would move heaven and earth to help.
0: He would encourage you? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, he was very, nice, very kind.
0: And you moved from there because you came to the end of the time at that school or because no. your parents moved again?
1: No, no. We, we lived in Reefham for 15 years. Right. Um, uh, A farmer had a son and they lived at Little Witchingham. and it was difficult to get into anywhere to school those days, you know, you had petrol rationing and things, Um, and he decided Michael would be taught at home but he didn't want him just to be on his own, so various people were asked if they were interested and I went off to school on this farm, five of us. It was lovely.
0: How did they know you? Through your father Through and the bank? Through my
1: father. If you were the local bank manager, you were worth knowing, I think. OK. <laughs> I well, mean, I was just... going to ask you
0: that. Did, did, did you feel that... Did that give him a certain position in the community oh, and yes. therefore you?
1: yes. it did.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, you know, in those days, it was very much a farming community, so my father had to know a lot about farming. I suppose of what farmers he might... Give a loan to, and those he would, you know, be cagey about. Um, Yes, it was. Yes, I I had a lovely life
0: in Reefham Thought it was
1: the hub of the universe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what was homeschooling like? Did you miss being in a larger community, or do you enjoy it?
1: Absolutely fantastic on this farm.
0: And who was doing the teaching?
1: A uh, a qualified teacher, a Miss Green, that came and taught the five of us—two girls and the girl who'd been evacuated to Reefham Her grandfather was a vet here in Holt. Um, The name was Gooch, which is quite a local name. so Mary and I, all those years gone on, are still in touch with each other. Right. So there were five of us. We had a fantastic time. We knew about the big cart horses. We used to chat about the tractors, and the Alice, and the Fergie. <laughs> and I have one very distinct thing I remember: being chased by a billy goat. I mean, you know, and I thought was going to be faster than me, so I just ran into a pond up to my waist. <laughs> and it, I never felt we were doing much work, but really because it was in.
0: It was we, fun. It, yes,
1: it was fun. Don't and actually, know. when I left there, I'm, you know, my education level was pretty good because you get a lot of attention, don't you, if there's sure. any time of you. Sure. It was terrific. So terrific. was there
0: an average day or was every day different there? Mm. Uh, oh, I
1: can't remember. We used to take our lunch and it was heated up by the farmer's wife. No worry about food poisoning, you know, if it wasn't heated, <laughs> we had that. We used to... I, well, I, it was
0: always that and the milk that was left by the radiator, of well, course, wasn't yeah, it? That's, every morning. Yes, <laughs> I don't
1: know about there, but it was at school. Um, well, it was just... Uh, we used to... Oh, we used to ride about in a pony and trap with a pony called Snowball. I can't tell you how lovely it was. Yeah. And in a very easy way, we learned. I did make a raffia mat, I remember that. <laughs> I had that. And then we used to have singing lessons with the farmer's wife, Myrtle, playing the piano. Yes. And at the same time, we were absorbing Stuff. education.
0: Yes, yes. I
1: couldn't, I couldn't have been luckier. And
0: well, how did you get to school? Because that was presumably out. Yes, of, it was. With, it was at Little Witchingham. Yes, I don't um, know where that is. I'm afraid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Geography is not a strong yeah. point. Yeah. I'm afraid. But. <laughs>
1: um, it was about five miles from and perhaps. It was Great okay. Witchingham and Little Witchingham, and yeah, and uh, well. But the father of one of the boys, Teddy, who lived next door to us, he, had to, he worked for the electricity board or something. It had yeah. to do with electricity because they had a fridge and not many people did. Wow. And he used to, on his way to Norwich, drop us off at this farm. And my father, because he was very involved with the Royal Observer Corps, um, ran a car all through the war. And somehow or other he managed to meet us every day. Right. You <laughs> just yes. accept it, don't you? You are about yes. like that age, you're not really bothered.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: Somebody came to get you, you went home.
0: You were aware that they had a fridge, you clearly didn't have a no, fridge. No, we didn't. Okay. Were there, were there other things that you didn't have at that time? Did you have a washing machine or anything like that at that time? Probably not.
1: I'm not, here.
0: No, I would think not. Yeah.
1: I, would, I I don't no, no, the washing was sent out. Okay. My father used to take it off to some woman in a village one day and then collect it a week later. Right. Yeah. Like Did, private laundry, I suppose.
0: Okay. <laughs> Did your mum have help in the house? Yes. Yeah, okay. Somebody yeah. who came in each day or a couple Somebody of days? Somebody lived them?
1: in for a month when I was first there as a baby and mm. then she came mm. Ivy came mm. in
0: every day or yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah.
1: So Yes, it was a good life in Reefham. I'm
0: very fond of Reefham. And you were an only child?
1: No, I have a sister five years younger than me.
0: Okay. Um, How did that affect life? Were you pleased to have a sister? Did it disrupt your life? Well,
1: to tell you the truth, um, we didn't really become friends until we were grown up. Because when I was... She was born when I was five and I went to school. When she was five and went to school, I went to boarding school. And so we always had this gap. And it wasn't until we, you know, grew older into our teens that we were actually at school together. And that wasn't for very long. Um, But as we grew older and got married and had children, uh, our our children are similar ages. Right.
0: What what caused the gap between the five years gap? Because for my wife, for instance, the war was a problem in the middle and, and so there was a five year gap between her and her sister I <clears> know <throat> one or two families where oh, the there was a gap no well my um, father was at
1: home he was obviously didn't get on with it did they? not <laughs> <laughs> <I don't>
0: know! <laughs> fair enough it wasn't ever discussed no fair enough that's okay that's okay um, uh, you, you probably felt you were the trailblazer blazer as the older one did oh, you? Definitely, that, definitely. that your younger sister got away with things that you'd had to fight very hard for would that be the um, case?
1: I thought I set the standard.
0: Right, <laughs> <laughs> a quality standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair, enough. fair enough. She still
1: does things like I do. Yeah,
0: mm.
1: <laughs> I see quite a bit of my sister. She lives in Oakham. It's only a couple of hours. Right, and we see each other and talk on a yeah. regular basis. Okay, yeah, nice, very nice.
0: So you moved on from the homeschooling on the farm. That was because it came to a natural Miss, moving point. Or? Miss
1: Green had to either we either had to have 17 pupils or she had to go back and teach in a proper school okay and they couldn't have 17 they couldn't you know, couldn't the have lessons her. around a dining room table right um, that so was
0: stipulated by the board of education yes, or something, something like okay. that yeah all
1: right so she went back and taught in norwich and um then i think i went back to the village school for about a year and then i went to boarding school at Cromer. many people around here if i say i was at boarding school at Cromer, they say oh sutherland house school yes.
0: and it was yes mm-hmm. okay
1: or ghastly brown uniforms. Right. <laughs> but now, again, I love being there.
0: And you liked boarding? Oh,
1: well, it was a weekly boarder, okay, so you which know, four the... nights at school, three nights at home, best of the world. Yes, best I, of the I can both imagine. I can I imagine. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, I went to boarding school and I didn't like it, didn't, so uh, yeah. I would have liked to have done what you did. Yes,
1: weekly boarding was great. Yeah, yeah. Just to come in on the bus from Aylesham to Cromer, and vice versa on a Friday afternoon. Several, not just me, several girls sure, would be getting on sure. the bus
0: anything particularly memorable of school time then were there any people either fellow pupils or teachers well, who
1: I'm, I'm vaguely in well, I'm certainly in touch with one girl in um sharing and we actually uh, share the same dormitory um so that's quite nice and swimming lessons on the beach after school okay. yeah that was great right yeah All right. again it was I, I i thought it was you know good being there yes um and uh, I have been to one school reunion since I moved back to Norfolk, but I think we're all getting a bit old too. Old. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but that, that was quite fun, yeah.
0: yeah. So Swimming at all times of the year or just in the oh, summer? No. <laughs> well, it's worth asking, yeah. I know people who swim at all times My of the year along there. My father swam
1: every day. Did while. he? I think, I think it was because he had a bet with somebody, actually.
0: OK, <laughs> all right. But he won it? Yeah. OK. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Sorry.
0: Um... What, what at this stage did you think you wanted to do after school? Anything? Was there anything shaping up in your mind? As that...
1: I'm dying to get into the theatre.
0: <laughs> into the theatre? <laughs> yes. Okay. Because you've done amateur dramatics yes, at school. And I belong,
1: well, yes, and uh, I belong to a, a good amateur theatre in Leamington Spa, which is where I lived. My senior part of my school was in Leamington Spa. Okay. And um, and I, you know, I thought that was something I loved to do. But my mother was widowed and um, and somehow it you know, it didn't seem a terribly good idea. So I trained as a dietitian, which was
0: It wasn't a case of don't put your daughter on the stage, Mr no, I just
1: I, I wasn't so much wanting to be on the stage. I wanted to be involved. I'd have been quite happy doing things backstage and okay. so on, you know.
0: Yeah. But yeah. So you were staying at home with mum at that time when you trained to be a dietitian?
1: Oh, well, it was very... Those days, I had to go away to home economics college. You had to either... In those days, if you trained as a dietitian, you either had to do a nursing course, a science degree, or home economics before you could actually go on and do your dietetic training. So I went to the Gloucester Training College of Domestic Science...
0: Okay, and you'd presumably done domestic science and things at school, or have you been in the upper sets where you weren't allowed to do it?
1: we did a bit of that, but I had to do science as well.
0: Right, and what made you choose to become a dietitian? Well, I was quite
1: interested in food and things, cooking and things, but I didn't want to teach. Right. I knew I would hate to teach Okay. I'd hate to teach children, let's put it like that
0: Right, right, fair enough, now I understand that
1: I, didn't mind. I haven't minded teaching adults in further education and so
0: on And you presumably enjoyed the course and yes. decided this was going to, something you would like to do And you can Did yeah. your aspirations change at all during no, that I time? No, I really,
1: once I qualified as a dietitian. so then you had to do another, after that, three years home economics then you did another 18 months as a, uh, a dietetic course. Right. So nowadays, it's quite different. It's a four-year degree course.
0: Yes.
1: Very different training. And they don't know nearly as much about food as we did in my uh, era.
0: I imagine a lot of yours was hands-on, yeah. whereas a lot of it's theoretical yes, now, it probably. Yes, it is.
1: Yeah. yeah. And once I worked, then I... Um, you know, worked for the NHS and I loved working in a, in a hospital, I loved work there. I loved being on the walls, mm. I loved seeing the patients, I loved doing the paediatric work,
0: okay. it, was, well, it was great. Tell us something about a day as a dietitian then, what, what would that involve? <coughs>
1: Well, we'd go. You'd have we'd have outpatient clinics where patients who had to lose weight for medical reasons. You know, perhaps a
0: knee
1: operation or a hip operation um, or whatever. Um, we'd be seeing people like that. We'd be seeing people with diabetes. So then we had outpatient clinics in which it, they were ongoing, and they'd come back to see a dietitian once a month or something like that, or perhaps more frequently. Then we'd have uh, we had bleepers. So if you were wanted, your bleeper went, and you had to rush to the nearest phone and see who wanted you. And then we would do Ward rounds, and you'd go up and you'd have a word with the ward sister who you wanted to see. Um, uh, And oh, first thing in the morning when I came in, I used to go into the hospital kitchen where there were two diet cooks and make sure everything was all right and look at the list for the day. Okay. You know, it was very varied, because you never quite knew when you came in who you might be asked to see. Sure. And I used to lecture to the nurses, um, and uh, I, I ran Weight Watchers groups within the hospital. Um, It was good. It was interesting. And I wasn't working full-time, which was even better.
0: Right. (laughs) And there was a clear structure that you were a part of? Oh, definitely, yes.
1: It was an establishment for dieticians. I worked, I think, two days one week, three days another week, because there wasn't more establishment. And there was another dietitian, So we were virtually working single-handed.
0: Right, right. And that was
1: part of the Oxford Health Authority.
0: And would that be in the days when there were still matrons running the wards and things? Mm -hmm. So you were under their...
1: No, we weren't really under the matron, we weren't really under the... I'm not quite sure who we were under, really. <laughs> we seemed to... Uh, there was a senior, a head dietitian up in Oxford, I suppose. Um, but yes, it was very much easier when you could refer to the matron. And then they suddenly became senior nursing officers and it didn't have quite the same ring to it.
0: Right. How did you see that job changing over the years? I bet it involved more and more paperwork, did it? But...
1: Yes, it did. In fact, in the end, we, we revolted. And said that it and this was our method of trying to get someone to help us with that. Saying, you know, we were doing a lot of secretarial work and they were paying, having to pay for that at the rate of what they were paying qualified dietitians. That made them think.
0: Yes. Yeah. Did they do anything about it? Yes, they did. Okay. And we shared
1: a a secretary with the physio department and our department. Okay. That was was much better.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, it, were there particular ways you saw that job changing? Were you more and more stretched? Were you yes. getting more and more difficult patients to deal with, or
1: no? You were getting more and more patients. You'd suddenly have a new, for example, paediatrician. So your workload for paediatrics would virtually double. Um, or a new ward would be opened, and you know there'd be more patients that they wished to, a dietitian to advise, um, and so the workload became heavier and heavier. Mm. And I didn't particularly want to walk at work any more, and I don't think there was the establishment, the pay for for us to work any more either. Right. Um, and so in the end, I did leave quite early in my mid fifties because. I'd go in, and patients would have to go home before I'd even seen them because it was such a heavy workload. Right. Uh, it wasn't anywhere near as enjoyable.
0: Did you do home visits?
1: Occasionally. Well?
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you'd go, go and see what the situation was at home and yes. whether it was actually possible for them to do what you yes. were recommending.
1: I did one really interesting one uh, to a gypsy family. Right. And this Popular. With a caravan? Yes. Yeah. I've never had such strong tea in my life. <laughs> and they had this little girl, and, you know, it was very uh, difficult for them to cope, and she was on a, uh, on a gluten-free and a diabetic diet. Well, that's oh, hard enough for anybody when you're moving around and perhaps not very well educated because of moving around. Yeah. And then we had another little boy who was diabetic. I can remember him and his name. Um, and his mother came from some, East, some Pacific island where diabetes is quite rife, so he, he was diabetic. Sure enough, whenever you went back to work after Christmas, William was always back in hospital.
0: Okay. <laughs> so I did
1: a home visit there.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, yeah. So I didn't do many, but I did occasionally, and they stand out in my mind, okay. these two particularly.
0: Yeah. Are there any other uh, clients that you dealt with at that time that sort of stood, stand out in your mind, that you're allowed to talk about?
1: There was one child, again with a condition called the prada syndrome, where they couldn't stop eating. They couldn't stop eating, and, you you know, this was very trying for the mother. This is
0: not like bulimia? This no, is no. Eating no. and then... No, not, no, no, no,
1: no, didn't bring it... We did have bulimic patients. <laughs> right. you had successes with them, yeah? OK. They'd be... We'd... Uh, I mean, our part in their treatment was very small. Right. But so I do remember one young woman coming back once... Who we'd known for a long time, and she'd been in what we call the Elms, a psychiatric hospital. This was in Banbury, and um, you know, that was part of her treatment. And then she came back about three years later to see us, the dieticians, who'd been slightly involved. carry you know, she'd got everything back to normal and got a baby.
0: Uh, so uh, I remember
1: that very well. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what about this young lad who'd got this disease where he can't stop eating? What? Oh, it was what a girl able- Girls.
1: Yeah. Well. You know, it was just hard work. It was hard work for the parents Yes. because otherwise she would she would just balloon up and be end up with like some of these people you read about who are thirty stone. You can't. I do remember a patient being twenty seven stone.
0: Gosh.
1: I used to go out to the um, uh, hospital in Chipping Norton in the Cotswolds twice a month. Yes. And that was a patient out there. Mm -hmm. Mm Mind. See her on the top of a trolley. My goodness.
0: Yeah. So where were you based at this time then? In Banbury. In Banbury, yes. okay. And I opened
1: the department there.
0: And uh, your husband was working there as well? No,
1: he, we lived in a village in South Warwickshire, uh, near the Northamptonshire border. He was working in Warwick. Okay. My husband was an engineer.
0: Right, okay. Working for a company or working yes, for himself? he worked
1: for Potters and Boilers.
0: Okay, right.
1: Never had one in our lives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And it involved him moving around, or the family no. moving around, or no, not? No, no, he
1: worked at so, you know,
0: okay. in factory, yeah. And did your job take you to other places, or well, were only you were Well, I was
1: Chipping Norton. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you didn't. It, you didn't apply for other jobs and move. Um, well, places.
1: I did think at one time I'd work in the children's hospital in Birmingham, but you know it, that was sort of a bit of a a fancy. I fancied, but when you thought about the journey, common sense prevailed, and I didn't. Right. I had worked in the Queen, started my career in the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Birmingham, where he wore uniforms designed by Norman Hartnell, no less. Mm. Mm. I'd rather mm. have had a decent dress. Career, I <laughs> um, and uh, then I opened the department in Coventry. Yes. Um, and then I opened the department in Banbury. Right. So, okay. bit
0: of a you know, trailblazer there. Sorry?
1: A of, I was a bit of a trailblazer in the artetic <laughs> world there.
0: Right, yeah. Mm. So, you had children during this period or after? Yes. This? Yeah.
1: Um, when my daughter was born I left work and they were desperate to have a dietician and they said could you come back two sessions a week that was about three two three hour sessions uh, virtually one day so my mother was a widow so when my daughter Helena was six months old she spent a day a week with my mother and I went back to work it it suited everybody yes
0: yes you were glad to be Doing something other yes, than bringing up a baby. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, OK. <laughs>
1: and then I took a long time off. My son came along five years later. And um, I did, you know, my mother said she didn't really want to do that again. She was five years older. Um, and uh, and so I took time off. You know, I left work. But again, I was inveigled back. Will you come back?
0: OK. And,
1: and when he started school, I went back.
0: Right. Shouldn't be so popular, should you? Oh, well. Do such they a
1: shouldn't good be job. You know, we've never been a great big career right. Uh, structure.
0: Right. Now, during this time, uh, you've said that you were furious about having to leave Norfolk in the first place oh, yes. when your parents moved yeah. to Warwickshire, I think. Was yes. It? No? um you continued to come back didn't you because you had the, the family had we always uh, had
1: somewhere we could stay yes we used to come back to north reps a lot where my mother had lived with an aunt and been brought up there uh, some of the time but working in rust so when she was off duty off you know not working she'd go out to north reps. right um it was a quite a well-known local family from older people goldens that did uh, they did everything they built houses they did funerals they built their own coffins and we used to go stay. What was the name of the family? Golden. OK. And John Golden collected old cars and steam engines, so it was a great place.
0: Fantastic, And he yeah. and my
1: husband got on very yeah. well. And so we used to always come down. I, every year of my life, when I wasn't living here, we yeah. came down to Norfolk once or twice. If you've got somewhere to stay for free, yes. it's easy, isn't it? Yes. Occasionally yeah. we rented properties in Cromer. Um, the, I can't remember, some... Uh, Lisa... It, anyhow, it's some chalets on the Overstrand Road. I can't remember the name of them. Okay. Occasionally, we do okay. that, and then we started coming to Hindringham. Why, relatives...
0: why, the, why the change?
1: Um, don't know really. I honestly, don't know. Just, just, it just yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, don't know. Um, and um, we came to Hindringham where uh, some relatives lived. And then when the older ones died, my cousin well rather vague cousin cousin, but not first or second cousin Mm -hmm. but somebody I've known for years Mm He lived in Nottingham, but he also kept a property in Hindringham, so there was this bungalow there we could use whenever we liked. Yeah. And so we used to come down. Yeah. Both my children had to have their first seaside holiday at Cromer. I absolutely insisted on that.
0: <laughs> well, our daughter too, yes. Well, in fact, we started coming up to North Reps. My parents had a caravan there. Oh, right. And we used to go to Forest Hill Park for many years. Oh, I know, yes. Years, yes. I
1: know exactly then, what you mean. And then
0: yeah. moved on and found other places to go yeah. to. Yeah. So. But, so, yeah. But no, it's, um, it's a dream. I mean, it's uh, probably the same for you. Yeah. On those bad days, you'd dream. I'd always dream of being in the Clifftop Cafe, <laughs> oh, looking out to sea. Yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, we
1: used to walk from Northreps over the hill to Overstrand. Yes. Tall Hill, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: so I know that area extremely well, um, and so yeah, I always felt because my family goes back here for many, many generations on my mother's side um, that you know this was the right place for me to be. Mm. I was felt it was a ride, too.
0: No, I agree. I felt like I was coming home when yeah. I came back here. But
1: and luckily my husband was a Midlander, so he was always dying to live near the sea. <laughs> um, yeah, it was all right. He was more than happy. A of, lot of Norfolk women do bring their husbands back.
0: Yes, a lot of Norfolk men come back. Yeah. So yes, yeah. I yeah. don't know about that. But yeah. you know. <laughs> Can you identify what it was about Norfolk that that drew you, that... that Stayed in your memory as being somewhere well, think, that you felt at home? What were what, what the characteristics? I think the sense of
1: history, that this family connection, going back centuries, i know where they'd farmed or where they'd lived, and i got waft around North Norfolk, and, and uh, you know, think of so-and-so lived there, and uh, that, that sense of really feeling this is where I belonged.
0: Yeah. Did you... We always had the sense that Cromer was kind of like a place that time forgot. It oh, seems yes. to be in the past... Uh, a lot of the time I mean, in a very nice way oh yes um, lovely you know, way um was that a sense yes that you it was had as it, well? yes
1: yes time sort of stood still a bit there yeah. it um, did get a bit decrepit at one time okay. early,
0: didn't it? Yes, yes yeah absolutely yeah but uh, and there is a feeling that that people feel that north norfolk is a bit like england was 10 or 15 20 years ago is that, would that be your feeling yes i yes, would Um. And
1: people, friends in the Midlands, we always were talking when we lived in Warwickshire, we lived in a lovely Warwickshire village and super social life there at a village school and so on. But we were always talking about coming back to live in Norfolk. And when we eventually achieved that, and that was in 1991, that's over half a century. Yes. No, quarter of a century. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Seems like a half sometimes. Um, our friends in Warwickshire said, what are you going to do burying yourselves in North Norfolk? The friends that said that are coming this May. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes,
0: they realised what yeah. you were going to do. Yeah. Keep coming. Yeah.
1: And my family, I have a big extended family. My mother was one of seven. And I have loads of second cousins and third cousins. And they call me the Norfolk Matriarch.
0: Okay. Yeah. And they all come and visit. Yeah. Know? Okay. Or we get
1: invited to things, you know. Yeah. 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 Some coming up for the day in April, and yeah, yes.
0: So when you moved back, yes. Where did you move to?
1: Grove Lane.
0: In Holt. Yes. And why Holt?
1: Um, my parents lived in Holt, as I said. Um, so I knew Holt. Other relatives lived in Holt, and uh, I'll have to tell you this because uh, a distant relative. Robert William Daplin was the landlord and owner of the Feathers okay. in eighteen eighty two to eighteen ninety six, right. and he took a big active part of life in Holt. If they'd had a border trade, he would have been involved. Sure, I'm sure you know. know.
0: And, and so, the Feathers was the place that everybody uh, yes, spoke of in Holt. Other, um,
1: it? Yeah, and so and uh, I had other relatives that went to, D- to Gresham's School and so on, and so I've always known Holt. And my husband and I debated whether we should live in Cromer or Holt. Mm. And we decided, much as we loved Cromer, it was nice to go there for the day, but we weren't sure in the summer with visitors whether we'd want to live there. Yes. So, and actually, the house I initially lived in, in Grove Lane, I saw it first with my sister, when in something quite unscheduled and unusual, we, Pamela and I, in 1991, walked the Norfolk Coastal Path together. Mm. And we looked mm-hmm. at the house yes. while we were down here. on that yes. And it was
0: for sale then, was it? Yes. OK, and you thought, that's the one for me? Well, or? we had
1: been looking, my husband and I, for some time. OK. And, but Pamela and I saw it and uh, we went, went back to Leamington and then the following weekend we came down and we bought it.
0: Right. And you both retired at the same time, did you? Oh, I
1: retired years before.
0: OK. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. But I
1: did do bits of work. I did some lecturing. I worked in the box office of the Spa Centre in Leamington. That was sort of quite fun. Yes. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Yes. Um, that was sort of a part-time job. Yes. Um I, was very, I did the publicity for our local amateur theatre. Yes.
0: So true. you were beginning to fulfil that uh, ambition Oh, a bit. yes,
1: yes. Yeah. I did occasionally tread the boards and say a few memorable lines. One yes. of my favourite in a play was, it was a play by an Italian... No, Spanish playwright. Lorca, is he?
0: Yeah, it so, could yeah, be, Lorca. Yeah.
1: And I had to say these memorable lines, which I felt I'd been practising all my life. I had to say, Be quiet, child! <laughs> 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 I always thought it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this and was I, your own children? That you were <laughs> well, yeah, I
1: practised on them, obviously. All right,
0: yeah. And my husband
1: built sets there and did front of house. Ah, so great. Well, that's where we met. Right, OK. So
0: we met in the theatre. Hmm. Right, OK. Do you have a particular... Um, sense of now of what Holt was like then what what what, what did you feel you'd come to
1: oh, to tell you the truth when we moved here I thought God it's full of old people <laughs> 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 because being involved with the theatre we had a lot of younger friends mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we had a lot of friends our contemporaries and um, uh, among, I thought I didn't think that but a, B, A, I, you know, we joined the older people, and B, you got used to it.
0: Yes. And yes. you
1: realised it didn't really matter. It wouldn't matter how old you were as long as you were fit and healthy.
0: <laughs> and it hasn't really changed in that sense, no, it has hasn't. it? I mean, it is a place that people gravitate yes. toward. Yeah. It is a bit of a bubble, I think, you know, in the sense that there is a climate
1: what, in Holt. Sorry, Holt around semi You know,
0: that um, yes, I think an that atmosphere... Um,
1: the only thing yeah. I've been disappointed in in Holt was that it didn't have a, 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 you know, a drama group or theatre group. Okay. I mean, it always seemed a bit strange to me. You've got them at Blakeney, you've got it at Clyde and a bunch you never thought of
0: joining the Blakeney one. I mean, there are um, people in Holt who have. Yes, I have, uh, oh
1: yes. <laughs> um, no, no. We didn't. I, it, I used to put posters up for the Maga Market, and we used to go there regularly. I love love the Maga Market in Norwich. Right. Um, so we were always going off. The
0: of Market is a sort of mixture of amateur and professional, isn't it? Yes, it, it is. is right?
1: <coughs> amateur actors, are, a lot, a lot of them, I think, have been in the profession. Yeah. Run by, by, you know, by many professionals, yes. uh, directors and, you know, the admin and so on. Yes. Have you been?
0: Uh, I think we have been once. Yes. Yes. Once, I, I think yeah. it's great. Yes. it's great. Yeah. yeah, but you weren't involved in there. You no, didn't get involved it was too behind. far
1: from here. Sure. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. want
0: to keep sure. You know, traveling. Sure.
1: Um, but we, yes. Yeah, so when we were first here, there was a lot to do, and we went zooming off to New Zealand, you know, and things like that.
0: So no sooner that you got here, than you couldn't get away. Get wait to get away again, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: i was trying to think. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. I won't dwell on this, but I, I won a, tr- a New Zealand Dairy Board travel scholarship to New Zealand. Oh so I right. got to you know, and I've got a lot of Norfolk relatives there. Mm. And when I was out there, I met for lunch one day at a potluck lunch, and there were 23 of them there related to me. Wonderful. And then my son went and did his uh, doctorate in New Zealand, so (coughs) we went out to see him. So I've been to New Zealand four
0: times. What what was the scholarship again?
1: It was a New Zealand Dairy Board James Cook Scholarship.
0: Okay, which entitled you to...? Uh,
1: Well, I was... It was the... I went out, to, you know, all expenses paid for three weeks. Wow. Um, and I went out to New Zealand, and I had to waft about, was taken about. I had a, a... what do you call it? Uh, somebody didn't look after me, husband and wife.
0: Chaperone. Chaperone, Chaperone yes, he
1: d- drove me about. He'd been yeah. in the dairy board. And I visited hospitals. I went and broadcast. I met the Country Women's Institute. Uh, I, you know, I met loads of people, and it was all... A tr- time when um, there was a lot of coronary heart disease and that, uh, countries like New Zealand that were exporting butter and cheese and things were feeling the pinch and we joined this country, joined the EU mm. and we didn't really want to be so involved with uh, trading with New Zealand and they felt it very strongly, we looked after you in the war they'd say yes. and I actually heard old people older people talk about New Ze- uh, England as home Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: So, were you writing a report on the yes. situation? Well When there, I came or? back,
1: I had to go out lecturing around the country yeah. um, about my trip to New Zealand, which mm. was quite enjoyed. That really. Mm. And I, I, I was sponsored because I asked them by the National Federation of Women's Institutes to apply for this, and much to my amazement, I had to go up to London to New Zealand House. Six of us, no, and I won it.
0: Very well done. And yeah. Suddenly
1: I was rooming off to New Zealand. <laughs> and that really inspired my son to go there.
0: Right. What the one, you probably, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would disagree, but I think he did. Mm. Yeah. 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 And you were at this time. Uh, either getting involved or I'd become involved in a number of health organisations oh order, yes well you? yeah
1: when I, I, was in, I was in Warwickshire when this all happened when we retired and I did, I've never worked in the health service up here but I soon got involved through the WI which I was on a county subcommittee which was IPA mm-hmm. um, which was International Public Affairs and health became my you know, th- bit I looked after yeah. And I was put on the Norwich and District Community Health Council, and that led to a lot of things.
0: What did that involve in practice?
1: Uh, we had three groups: we had mental health, community, and acute, of which uh, was the hospitals, and I was on that group. And we'd, we'd hospital visit. Uh, wards and uh,
0: departments
1: and then write reports and if we weren't happy we could you know so
0: this was an inspection yes regime, yes, basically. yes 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 okay. and knowledge
1: gaining yes, yes. as well yes. and so very involved at that time the new hospital was being built and i was very involved when chroma hospital was built and so yeah it was very interesting being on the community health council yes and uh, some of you may remember Dr Ali Byrne? Mm-hmm. And he was on it as well. We used to drive up together. He was a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then I got involved with in more things up here in North Norfolk. To do with
0: we, health again. Yeah, yeah all yes. to do
1: with health. That was really... Yes. I quite missed it.
0: <laughs> you felt that was kind of a fulfilment yes. of what you'd been doing. Yes, and because uh, I had
1: retired early. Yes. yes.
0: And yeah. you didn't need to worry about the, the money so much. It was doing the bits of the yeah. job that you liked doing. Yeah, I was lucky, because... wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But so were they. Well, um, they got your skill um, and, uh, and what, and, what uh, you were able to bring to it. I did
1: a bit of lecturing for the WI on up here and things, and, you know, yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah. tell us a bit about the WI. For those people who don't know anything about the WI, well, what is That's it okay, and anybody why? anybody
1: not know? Well, just me then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is it and what does it do? And
1: Women's Institute was formed in Canada. mm mm-hmm. Um, because uh, a farmer's wife lost her fourth child. She felt through ignorance of health and this, that and the other. And she spoke to some farmer and said she wanted to get women together. And this man, I remember his name, Mr Erland Lee, this was in Stony Creek, Ontario, um, offered her a barn to have a meeting and 101 women turned up. And that was the start of the WI. Yeah. And then it crossed the uh, the Atlantic. Get my... Get my uh, Oceans right. right yes. <laughs> it crossed the Atlantic here in 1915, when it was thought that women at home could help with the food production and the war effort. And it came over here and started off. And the whole, well, whole WI was formed in 1936, but some were formed... Um, You know, a lot earlier. And this year is the 100th centenary of the Norfolk Federation of Women's Institutes. And it is primarily, um, or it was, and it still is, uh, it was an organisation for rural women where women of any uh, type or class could meet. Right. So, inevitably, you know, the Lady of the Manor, for want of a better term, became the president, but it could have been her scullery maid.
0: Okay. yes. Yeah. And you've been involved for about 50 years, mm. more, yes? Yeah,
1: so I joined um, in Warwickshire, yes. a, a village institute, and my mother had been a member up here, and relatives from Hindering had been members. I knew all about the WI. When I was a little girl in Reefham, I used to have to walk home on a, and walk past the cattle market. We had a big cattle market there. And I'd go into this uh, Methodist hall and wait while my, you know, the meeting finished and walk yes. home with my mother. So I knew all about the WI. My mother was always acting, doing acting in it. <laughs> family tradition
0: <laughs> you could have rejected it as being something that your mother was involved in but you well, yes. weren't going to but clearly uh, you didn't
1: uh, no I didn't, when I j- lived in this village well I was I was a new bride I'd been married about three months and um, and the farmer's wife swooped down and said to me, you'll come to the WI I was, I was quite shy then and I, <laughs> I, I saw <laughs> then, <laughs> then, a long time ago <laughs> and I said oh yes and she whisked me along and she Kate took me in. I've never forgotten this. She said, I brought the bride. And I was called that for years. Okay. <laughs> and were you the I'd,
0: youngest member then? No, 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 we were quite
1: a lot of young, young members right. there. And, uh, and I found you know, a lot of uh, companionship there. Yes.
0: And we had, we had a drama group,
1: we had a cricket team. We, yeah, we, we had a, well, I wouldn't say drama group, we had an entertainment group,
0: yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm very supportive yeah. of, of, a, of a young bride and a, yes, oh and yes, I met some terrific yeah.
1: friends. Yeah, I've got oh. WI friends still in in the village, okay. and I you know occasionally go back to a meeting and something.
0: And you've been chair twice in Holt, is that correct? Not chair,
1: president, president. I beg your pardon,
0: <laughs> president twice. Yes, what, I have. what does that involve?
1: Well, you have, to, in my mind, you have to be a bit of a leader, right? And you have to, uh, but also listen to what the members want.
0: OK. And, and compared to when you first started being part yes. of the WI to now, how has that changed? What do the members want now?
1: Well, being a WI member in Holt in a town is very different to being a WI member in a small village. Very different. Um, what do they want now? Well, life, is much, life has you know, moved on, hasn't it? Mm. Social life has moved on, and people have entertainment at home. And so I just think they're expecting a lot more. And uh, we meet monthly. And we are... It um, started off as being an educational, uh, and it still is to a certain degree. Mm. And we have talks every month. And Jill... My friend Jill, who is a Dumbledore member, we had a talk yesterday, which was absolutely ghastly. <laughs> yes, it is. It is oh, know. grief, I it's sort of sitting like this, Terrible. Um, but on the whole, we have uh, speakers which are in our yearbook, and they have auditioned But this oh. was a rogue.
0: Okay. rogue that got inside. A rogue a mammoth. Yeah, yes. I won't go
1: into that. <laughs> yeah, mammoth, right, it was about. Yeah. It, was about it, was, it was about the
0: elephant. I gathered, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The
1: rams elephant. Oh yeah, mm. um, and, and uh, yes. So you have some people come. Some people get actively involved with the county committees and so on and so forth. And to <laughs> celebrate our hundredth anniversary in Norfolk of the WI, the Federation, we're having a great big meeting on. Uh, Why well, I think twenty-first yes, yeah. of March, um, and because it's so special, we're having it at the Theatre Royal
0: wonderful
1: and peter wilson who's extra there, there is speaking to us right. um and then we're having pam airs in the afternoon and you it's know terrific. it'll be a good day there'll be some business as well because it's what we call our annual meeting yes and we normally have it in um where do we have it? it's in andrews hall, hall. Just, but uh, okay but yeah
0: okay so and and the membership is obviously holding up is it
1: it's not yeah. as high as it used to be because no. i think um you know, women can do a lot more things now without having to belong to the WI. I think a lot of people do come for companionship. Our uh, WI and Holt, no disrespect, Jill, the same age. It's a bit elderly because we meet in the afternoon.
0: Right. So it precludes people yeah. who work. But we did. there home. was
1: an evening institute here, right. Holt Owls, but that closed. So. Okay. Okay. Um, and then you get swings around about sometimes. We're, we're, we're a bit on the low side at the moment, yeah. but I suppose it'll build up again.
0: And is it like Rotary? Do you have targets that you're, you know, of funding charities you're trying to support? And um, that we have kind to be thing, very or? careful
1: because we're a charitable organisation okay. and we can only do it for local. Sh- <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um,
0: hang on. It's only water. <laughs> it was the mention of money that's done it, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: We we don't do a lot of fundraising. We do uh, perhaps have a support a charity each year, right. and we've had um what we had this dog, didn't we? We, uh, was oh, that yes, we had a puppy. Yes. We yes. Sponsored a puppy. Sponsored. We didn't actually disabled have it. We sponsored a puppy. Okay. For, what was that for disabled? Yes, for disabled. People. Yes, disabled right. people, and we've um yeah we will do things for you know local charities. We're allowed to do that if it's of the benefit of people up in this area. Yeah. Um, but we don't. Uh, fundraise as an organisation for national charities. No, you okay. can as an individual member sure. um, and you've got quite a lot of people you can ask. And it's, But it is companionship. Jan sitting here has been a president in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so she knows what <clears throat> I'm talking about. Yeah. But you, you think you have to be a bit of a leader, don't you? Yes. To a certain extent. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Everybody brings this, something different, yes, I imagine.
1: As you yes, say, the, yeah, um, mm. yes, they're absolutely listening. Yeah. So, what people want these days—I'm really not quite sure—but I'm not. <coughs> <coughs> dear dear. Well,
0: cakes, I think. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Eleanor was saying, are they bringing cakes when they oh, come? Right, out well, out. We,
1: <laughs> we like to be thought of as more than that. Well,
0: so. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We have done a lot of good, you know, passing on our res- resolutions that sure. become mandates. Sure. Um, sure. and they go back a long way when things were needed like local telephone boxes and not being woken up too early in hospital and mixed bed wards and yeah. you know, things which are the norm now we were sort of quite to the forefront of fighting to get those sort of things oh, and if we passed a mandate at the, passed a resolution it became a mandate at the Albert Hall It used to get a lot of press coverage in the past
0: yes. but
1: our mandates are now much more, um, our resolutions these days are much more wide ranging a bit boring, I think <laughs> not you know life, life life is different
0: different world mm. different world
1: but i wouldn't be without my life in the w i mm. really really wouldn't right. so when I moved to Norfolk from Warwickshire, i then became went on a county subcommittee committee here because Warwickshire wrote and said she's been on this in Warwickshire so dropped you in it yes well, yeah. That's quite good, really <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's been good been a, mm. i wouldn't miss w i you know, it's, it's very much part of my life. Mm. But does my daughter remember? No. <laughs>
0: this time. This time. Well, yeah. she's in Wales. It's a bit weird there. Uh, it's us a little bit, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I missed yes. that.
1: I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I might have offended people. <laughs>
0: Tell us a little bit about the whole festival. You've been involved with it since the very beginning, haven't you, as a steward? Um, Well,
1: right from the beginning, um, when Rue Bruce Lockhart was um, involved, he... I was the WI president at the time and he wondered whether the WI would run the green room the committee room at the back of the community centre mm-hmm. because we had a lot of street theatre and they had to have somewhere where they could come in and be refreshed yeah. and so for a couple, of two or three years we manned the green room for this week of the festival and we'd make sandwiches and have cakes and <coughs> tea I was going to say,
0: we're back to cakes yes, yeah. okay. um, and
1: people would come in there Yes. And, and uh, we were quite glad to be involved. And we had a team of us that also did Front of House at the Orden Yes. Uh, so there'd be six WI members, and we you know, took, did that. Uh, because I did say, I remember sort of pointing out to him, we didn't just want to be involved with refreshments. No,
0: quite. You know, we were bigger quite. than that, if you see what I mean. And you've been a steward from the beginning, yes, haven't I you, have. from the outset? Yeah. What What's that like? What, what do you get from being a steward?
1: Well, free shows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you have to work for it.
1: Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you're a steward at the Auden, um, you, you get there earlier, obviously. And you show them around the theatres. You know where the fire exits are, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you meet the greet, meet and greet the uh, the, the, the stars, punters, so to speak. All yeah. oh, right. Oh yeah. no, no, no. Um, and then you show people to their seats, and, and you're in the auditorium. And there's always a a, a person in charge of the stewards. Yeah. Yes. A front of house manager.
0: Yes. and
1: if anything you know weird arises somebody collapses and you take them out and deal with it and you hope to god that never is going to happen
0: yes
1: um, and the sh- the um we don't seem to have the street theater very much now but that was very popular
0: we're trying we're trying <laughs> it was Sorry. very
1: Yes, I I appreciate
0: that. They had a massive grant that famous year from the EU, which we're never going to get again, are we? (laughs) Gosh, no.
1: No, they'll so, ask us for uh, money to run at the festival.
0: Yeah, um, but there are efforts afoot yeah. to try and get more things of that. Style, but um,
1: we have a lot more um, art shows now, don't we? Art yeah. displays. I mean, there were certainly three last year in a and I quite like sitting in on those. Right. And, you know, you chat to people and yes. this, that and the other. And you go
0: to the lectures as well?
1: Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, and yes, I do, um, because we get a lot of quite good free lectures we yeah. can go to. But I do enjoy <coughs> going to uh, doing front of house at, at the Orn and, mm. and at the community centre. Yes. You just, you know, you feel part of the week.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, there's some special
1: people that look after the after the stars. So <laughs> so <to speak. laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they've got spend... Anyhow, just, I'm just a steward, but I do enjoy doing it. I sort of hobble mm. about. And,
0: now, there was a few years when, I think, a repertory company who had, had previously come to the Little Theatre in Sheringham yeah. based themselves at the order. Yes. Oh, and I think you got more involved... Yeah. I that, was very involved
1: you? with them when they were at the Little Theatre. How were you? I was on the management committee of the Little Theatre. I don't quite know how that happened, but because i have been involved up in Leamington. Yeah. And one of the people who was part of Bridge Theatre, they came from Hebden Bridge in yeah. Yorkshire. <clears throat> and one of them was brought up in Leamington Spa, so Nigel Chris <coughs> and I all got on, and we got to know a lot, <coughs> them. we'd go out for a drink afterwards and so on. And so uh, they were at the Little Theatre, which suited them down to the ground, um, but because they were out of their area from Hempton Bridge, they didn't get a grant. And because they were in North Norfolk, but came from away, they didn't get a grant. And um, um, it, it's, they had a bit of a fight with the Little Theatre over finances. Right. So they came to the Auden, which in a way was not so uh, not so much the right theatre them. No. It was a bit too big, whereas the Little yes. Theatre was more intimate. Yes. The, and yes, I had,
0: remember going to shows there and seeing them. Yeah, yeah. The yeah.
1: And they came here for three yeah. years, and they just had to de- depend on box office receipts. Well, in the end, Frida Kelsell, the artistic director, had who had written for television and made, I presume, you know comfortable amount of money, mm. backed them very much. Right. But in the end, it it became not viable. Right. And so that was pretty sad. But, yeah, Nigel and I, were, my husband and I, were both involved when they were at the... Uh, mm on and you know where i lived in grove lane i could just walk across the field yeah and so we did all sorts of things there i did front of house management quite a lot not sure what nigel did he wafted about doing things
0: a lot of wafting went on yes oh yes so uh, (laughs) yeah yeah we
1: loved it it was great fun
0: and again a bit of a fulfillment of that early dream absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah um what's the one thing that maybe you think has marked holt in recent past most significantly, what's the one thing that pleases you about it and maybe worries you about it?
1: I think I'm more worried than pleased. I've always liked Holt. Um, My mother nearly came back to live here but didn't in the end. Um, I think it's been taken over by a lot of what I call chi chi little gift shops. I think it's uh, the traffic and the lack of good parking, and everybody says this, but it is a case mm. occasionally i'll drive in and i can't park. I get very incensed I think I live here I live here and i can't park mm. and go home <laughs> um so you have to know when to come um It has changed it's it's become less of a uh, um, a good solid market town and more of a and i don't know how to describe it uh, it's a different, very different sort of rather upmarket town. Right. There's a letter in the Chronicle or paper... Oh, we in the North Norfolk News this morning about the sort of shops that hope all far too expensive and, you know, this, that and the other. And we are getting more and more, you know, charity shops.
0: Yeah. Well, they're, not, they're hardly the expensive ones. No, are they? I know. They're,
1: they do get special rates don't yes, they no, and absolutely. that's why the normal shops are not happy about that yes um and we do have a lot of gift shops and we do have a lot of coffee shops so yes. i think it's changed very yeah. much and i'm not sure if it's for the better really. we
0: still have Bembos and the crows and the discount shop I mean, yes, and the cobblers yes. so we still yes. have, well, we do have
1: yeah and um, yeah we have the feathers and yeah we do have yeah. some yeah um and uh yeah. we have some. I think we have some very good shops and you have to equate the cost of things with having to go to Norwich. Of course. I used yeah. to go to Norwich a lot. It's, it's the city I know well, yes. but I don't go as much now.
0: Yeah. What do you feel about the new estates that are going up? Is that...
1: Well, I'm not sure if the infrastructure of Hull can cope with the new estates. Yeah. I think they might be a bit soulless to live on. Right. You know, I would hate to live on one. Um... Um, because they've got really no facilities, that are on the outskirts, and so you have to walk in, and they're all pretty expensive houses. Yes. Um,
0: and no we, easy way of walking in from no, some of them. No, so, yeah. and
1: quite a long way, because mm. by the time you, many people reach the age where they can afford to buy them, they don't want to walk or, mm. or can't walk, mm. you know, or can't yes. carry the shopping home and so on. Sure. Um, so I think, I think you have to have expansion, but... Uh, I think it's kind of a bit over the top here, but I think that's the case in many places, yes. isn't it? Yes, yes, really? yes. But I think, in my mind, I think, ooh, it's a bit soulless living there.
0: Right. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to live on a roundabout on the bypass. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But then there must be people who do. I don't know. That's no, um,
1: I'm, yeah, I'm mm. amazed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like living in Grove Lane. So, I mean, I live now, not in the first house I lived in, moved to a smaller house, mm. um, which is really suits me. Well, it's not that small, but suits me better.
0: So a kind of desert island moment. Now, if you had to save only one memory, and all the rest were going to be washed away, what would the one memory you saved be? Do you think, from your time in Holt, your time in Norfolk? Or it I might think the wrong?
1: memory was when we, my husband and I, actually packed up our bags in Levington, and sort of the dream of living in Norfolk actually happened, mm-hmm. and we came here and we spent a night in Hindringham in this bungalow we could use, and then we came over here. It was a two-day move. Are you all right, Roderick? Yes, about there, thank you. Well done. <laughs> Good friend. Yeah. Um, and that was, a, you know, it was a sort of something we'd achieved, that we'd talked about and thought about for years, coming to live in Norfolk. We were, we'd done it. Yes. And that yes. is a really... A high spot, and I mean, although I'm a widow now and have been for about eight years, my husband had about eighteen years of retirement here, mm. and did all sorts of things, yes. including the North Norfolk Railway, which is quite interesting.
0: Oh right, brilliant.
1: You know, being an ex-engineer, it's yes. quite in demand.
0: Yes, I've been trying to get someone from the North Norfolk Railway to come and oh, right. talk, but I can't ever get anybody to answer. Um,
1: can't you? So, yeah. Hasn't Chrissy? Hasn't Chrissy answer?
0: Well, I'll try. I'll keep trying, but... But um, do you mean yeah. they
1: don't actually reply? I
0: don't reply, or uh, I've been given a contact, and it doesn't... But anyway, right. I'll okay. follow on. It yeah.
1: won't be interesting, mm.
0: yeah. Does anybody have a question they'd like to put to, yeah. to Bridget? Oh, we haven't c-
1: talked about your film career. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Thank you.
1: Well, I... As yes, I know, go, go and okay. sit the boiler man. <laughs> <Yes. Lovely. laughs> it's lovely to be able to sit here, and Anne will not mind me saying... You know, I've been in films with John Hurt. <laughs> 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 it's custom. <nasty. laughs> um yes, I somehow got to know Tony Britton and I was um, in a film uh, that was in love with Alma Cogan and that was good fun. I do remember it was November, walking down the pier on a freezing morning, about nine thirty, thinking he must be absolutely mad. We had to pretend it when we were in the theatre, and John was the compare in that. That when we were in the auditorium, that it was you know a lovely summer day, that we were there for the summer show, and so on. Um, and that another funny occasion was when we were a group of old people going to the, uh, th- you know, the end of the, p- the pier show. Um, we were told we were going to have a meal in the foyer and the tables would be set. We all got quite excited. We all got to know each other, these extras. And when we sat down, all we had were dirty plates and nice forks. The meal was over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they put these out, ready? Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. So it looked as though we'd had a meal. <laughs> <laughs> and that was good fun. And then I was, um, I, I think I was in a, a very small part in the. Film about Benjamin Britten.
0: Okay, I only had to
1: sit in the back row and sort of go.
0: (laughs) That sort of. (laughs) And then uh rhubarb, uh, rhubarb. Yeah, think, my, yeah. Well,
1: no, a bit more interesting. Than that. <laughs> um And then my high spot was when I actually had a line or two in mm. Chiclet. Mm.
0: Mm. Well, you were in the audience in the bookshop, weren't you? Yes, when, when there was uh, a yes. Reading Big I thought
1: it was hilarious. Adrin spoke to me about it was, well, I, you know, might be apart from me, and I got very excited. When <laughs> and uh, when the uh, s- uh, script came along, yeah. it's, it said elderly lady in a bookshop <laughs> <laughs> I rang my daughter and told her, all she said was well type casting mum <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no sympathy. but that was great fun being part of this film yeah. you know, it's, yes <laughs> yeah. it was a bit of a high spot, I had actually been in a film in Leamington Spa which uh, was all about the McCarthy area um, uh, period, you know McCarthyism in America yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I sort of I then wafted a bit, a bit more wafting. wafting yeah. I had an a, a edge to edge queen coat like the queen mother wore, and I had to go have a basket and go into a vegetable shop and my husband was cycling about. But there were real stars in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: OK. Yes, Not thank you for that. We didn't have
1: them right. here, sorry. Slipped
0: off my, li- my list of questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a,
1: that was good fun. Great yeah. fun. Thank you, Mary. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anybody else got anything there? Thank God I've got my it?
1: friends here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well thank you very very much it must Bridget. Great it fun. Well I told you it would be. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be as bad as you feared but no. there, there we go. Um, really you. grateful to you for giving up time for coming. It's a
1: pleasure. just um, thank everybody for coming. I
0: yeah, do appreciate we'll